Hello and welcome to another episode of Talking Jacks. My name is Alex Warren and I am joined, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Ben Goshorn, a.k.a. The Soccer Goose. How is everything going on your Wednesday, Ben? Um, it's not too bad. I can't complain. Um, how are you doing, Alex? I'm good. It is very hot today in Greensboro. Yeah. So I was like sweating in the <laughs> office when I got there this morning and then just throughout the day I would just catch myself just kind of like sweating even though yeah. I was inside. So that's always fun, but uh hopefully hopefully the weather will cool down fairly soon, but I have a feeling it's going to be maybe another month or so of this. Uh but other than that, yeah. you know, just kind of lamenting another independence poor performance and loss on saturday yeah i mean it was uh louisville city just kind of has our number they always have Mm, yeah Uh, but you know i was really hoping we would put on a better performance uh than we did i you know a a one nil result on its own is not the worst result considering the fact that louisville does have our number but in the when you look at everything kind of in context of the season and how we were on a really good run of form and then had that 10 day, 10 day break. And ever since then, we just never really came back from it um, Mm. back on that same level. But I thought, I mean, I thought Louisville pretty much controlled the game for the most part. Uh, They outshot us 16 to nine. They had, you know, more possession, they actually had less shots on target, technically, at least according to football. Yeah. So I don't know if that's accurate or not, but uh, I don't know. It just felt like they were always in control. It felt like they were definitely the more dangerous team in terms of uh, chances created. And the the goal that they scored, while it was not necessarily high quality or <laughs> mm. they didn't really break us down or anything, it was just kind of a loose ball in the box that yeah. it ended up just kind of sandwiched between a couple of different players and they were the first to react which was kind of very similar to the goal that they scored uh at the end of the game in slugger field uh mm, maybe yeah. a little bit that one was maybe a little bit more of a defensive error uh in terms of like the final ball this one was more of a defensive error before the final ball it was uh kind of the the right side getting passed through with a with a quick one two, uh, a little bit too easily to set up the the cross, which ultimately got stuck under everybody's foot and uh, yeah. it's just a weird weird goal. But I, I don't know. Do Not you have great. anything to add, kind of about that? Yeah. I mean, obviously we can talk about the red card and all that, but um, yeah, just off I mean the top. it was. I figured we would because Louisville had been on a bad stretch of form like almost as bad as Atlanta United 2 had been recently. Um, And us coming home, of course, after a loss, um, I I figured this would be a moment for us to kind of resettle. Um, I mean, it's the first time against Birmingham uh, that we lost under under Jeffries. Um, And my, my biggest fear with the match was that I saw some stat on Twitter that Louisville would have like the second most goals in the East if they had converted a, a typical amount of conversion for their chances. And recently they just have not been able to score. I mean, I think they hadn't scored in two, three games or so um, and had let up multiple goals in a couple games. Um, my, my biggest concern going into this game was that we were going to give them easy chances 
Um, and we did. <laughs> and they converted them. And Luke Spencer continues to be a pest um, in general and against us. And, I mean, we even, like you said, they just kind of have our number. I mean, we even beat them since two years ago, almost to the date, which was Enzo's hat trick. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it just, it never seemed, I mean, it's hard to pinpoint what went wrong. Um, just that we never seemed to really impress our identity on the game. Um, there was little stretches here and there um, where we were better. But I think, I mean, I hate pointing out names, but I, I think this was a game that, I mean, the first time almost ever that Nikki Jackson has started a match and just never seemed to really get his feet underneath him. I mean, there was the the breakaway he had that, for all intents and purposes, should have been an easy one-on-one with a goalkeeper uh, in the first half. And I legitimately don't know what he was doing. I don't know that he didn't think he was going to beat the defender that was going to be that was behind him. Um, but there was he he got I think to the top of the box, maybe a a few yards from the top of the box, and I think tried to go for the foul. I I, I don't even know. Um, I mean, that should have been an easy goal. I mean, it was darn near a one-on-one. Their keeper was going to come out, and then he didn't come out because the defenders came back, and I think almost two defenders came back and stopped him. So that's to go from a a darn near one-on-one to having two defenders catch up to you is just strange. I mean, and I'm not saying – and I guess Nicky Jackson isn't the fastest player on the pitch, but – I wouldn't think he's slow. I just, that was really peculiar to me. Um, I thought we had shades of hope. I mean, the cross from Joel to Mensale, that was, that, yeah, that was our best, probably our best chance. Save of the week. Yeah. I mean, if that doesn't win save of the week, then I, I mean, I don't pay attention to him anymore because they're a popularity contest, but it should win save of the week because it was crazy. Um, But it just, our midfield was destroyed too. I mean, that's the thing is we never really seemed to get anything going in the midfield. And I thought that may be an opportunity for us to kind of take advantage of the, of Louisville's uh, star player being out, being uh, Paulo Del Piccolo. Um, you wouldn't have known that they were missing one of their best players. Um, and on top of it, you wouldn't have known that they were missing one of their starting center backs as well. Um it just, just a really frustrating game. I mean, we like I said, we had some some flashes of hope, but I can't even think of a couple in the second half, quite frankly. Um, I think Hugh Roberts, towards the end of the match, turned into one of our deadliest attackers. Um, <laughs> yeah, which at he, least, was, he played up top for a, a, a long stretch. Yeah, and, and I mean, I, I'll give them credit, too, because... We were at least, because once we, once we went up a man, I I, I think that the, the funny thing about when we went up a man, I don't think we ever got a chance to really, we never did, for, quite frankly, whether or not we ever had a chance, but we didn't really have a chance to impress upon the game that we were up a man until, of course, Alec got sent off. It, it seemed like we had a slight change of pace once 
they scored their goal because at that point we needed at least a draw. Um, a loss, a loss at home at this point of the season is just the the margin of error as we've talked about is very thin, very thin. Yeah, it's too and thin. Now it's, I mean, it, it really is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I was looking at it based on our uh, a disappointing year last year in, in finishing eleventh. We finished with forty two points. We had twice as many wins as we do now. We have five wins right now. We had ten wins last year i think i hate to say it but i I don't know that i think we're going to struggle to get to five more wins potentially um and that's for all intents and purposes still not going to be a playoff position um some things have kind of gone our way i mean charleston lost over the weekend st louis somehow managed to only get a draw at home being up a man for i think at least 30 plus minutes maybe even a whole half. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, and we're going into a really tough stretch coming up here. Um, and that's the other thing is we, we, this was the stretch that we should have really, we could have made some headway to solidify ourselves in the more in the ninth or 10th range in the standings. And, and Birmingham's right on our back. That's the other thing too. And yeah, it's just it's a it's a disappointing result for a lot of reasons, but mostly because we needed a bare minimum. Well, not a bare minimum, but we needed three points at home for every home game. And yeah, it's just disappointing to see us go against a club that had been struggling immensely. Um, just not put together a good result. I mean, we were, of course, missing Brandon Miller. Um, uh, still missing Jake. Um, Alex didn't start, of course. But really, it wasn't... I wouldn't even begin to say... There was the other change, too, with uh, Mond as a left-back and Mensali as a, a midfielder, which I think... Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, it was curious. I mean, I... I I'll give Mond credit. He's been more than serviceable, I think. He's been in some ways a liability because of his speed, but that's understandable. I, I think he's been more than serviceable as a outside back, fullback, whatever you want to call it. Um, Man, Saleh just didn't – he didn't offer us much of anything in the midfield, uh, I don't think. Um, I would have – yeah, I just – he never really – offered much of course other than that one chance he did provide but yeah yeah i thought it was that was an interesting decision to me that just that tells you everything you need to know about how much they trust clay dimmick uh and it's disappointing because i think we we would all like to see him get a shot um but if i mean if we don't trust in him to play his you know play as an outside back and and put mound or mound is it mound or mound we still don't know uh, to put Mond yeah. in the game at center back where he he and Hugh Roberts do really well as a tandem with, that we've seen yeah. in very limited action, to be fair. Um, mm-hmm. it, sh- it just says a lot that we would play, uh, basically play, play Mond in his weaker position and then weaken the other center back position uh, at the same time rather than, I guess, if you play 
potentially a weaker player at left back uh, in Dimmick. So that one was that's a that's a weird one. Um, yeah. But you know you you can second guess a lot of decisions a lot of the time. So I, I, we we don't really want to do that all day. But mm. that that one was really kind of baffling to me, just because then you had Mansali, like you said, Mansali's kind of been converted into a left back here since mm-hmm. the coaching change uh, and since losing Andrew Gutman. Um, but he was playing as part of that, you know, the the part of the midfield three and the Christmas tree formation, which I feel like we don't really play that for, that formation. That's not really what it ends up being. Uh, yeah. He was playing more as a winger than he was mm-hmm. a, a true midfielder which is probably more suitable to his game. But I think he, I think if Mansell is going to play as a winger, he probably needs to play on the right side where he can cut in on his left foot because his left foot is a lot stronger than his right foot. Uh, and Oduro looked kind of, I don't Oduro just didn't have a great game. I don't think, um, I, I think what kind of what we've said about him already, he just kind of struggles in this possession style system where yeah. if he's not a threat to run in behind and there's not a lot of space to run in behind, you kind of neutralize some of his what makes him so effective. Mm. Um, and then when he's never playing through the middle at all, which he ha- I don't think he's played through the middle once since Jeffries took over, uh, that kind of negates a little bit of his ability as well. But if you've got Nicky Jackson or Jorge Herrera playing through the middle, it's hard to also put... Um, put him out there so yeah it, it's tough i mean i think as easy as it's to say that things aren't going well with the roster right now i think i mean it, it's a tough job for jeffries right now i mean it's yeah definitely. he kind of got a handed a uh i'm not a poker player but whatever a bad hand in poker would be i don't i don't know what that would be but uh yeah it's i mean it's it's something that i think we'll talk about here in a minute but i think the other factor that makes me i, I don't want to say i'm hopeless about the playoffs but I, but I, i'm i'm preparing myself mentally for the the, the outcome of that happening um is that the roster is just so thin right now i mean if you look at it um uh, I tell you, I can't ever trust USL anymore because they have Clay Dimmick listed as a midfielder and Taku as a defender. So that just throws off everything. But even if you flip-flop those players, because they should be, um, we've got six defenders. And the good thing is we have reinforcements coming, um, which, thank goodness, because they couldn't have come. I mean, they could have come sooner, but <laughs> that would have been nice. But we do have uh, two signings uh, that have been made official, or not signings, uh, loans, I should say, yeah. um, that have been made official this week. Um, in Isaac Anking, um, probably saying that wrong, and then uh, Brendan McDonough, um, which should offer some some changes. What, what do you think about the those additions? I'm glad they're here. Um, mm. It's interesting. They're both on the younger side, and I know yeah. uh, something that Jason pointed out was that Coach Jeffries does typically have a reluctance to play play young players, especially kind of. I, I feel like we see a typical pattern under Coach Jeffries with a younger player would be they don't play much at all to start the season, and then they get little little bits of bits and pieces here and there as the season goes along, and then maybe by the end of the season they'll be able to. He, he trusts them enough to start them or play them in long stretches. 
Uh, so it'll yeah. be interesting to see how he handles that on such a short loan stint. I mean, these guys, if they stay the whole season, they can be recalled at any moment. But even if they stay the whole yeah. season, it could be it's like eleven games. So yeah. they don't. There's I not much I of a betting in period for them. Brendan's. I mean, take this as it is because they can probably take him back whenever. But I'm pretty sure, according to the Whitecaps release, it's he is loaned for the rest of the season. Yeah, but and I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure, sure they can take. Him I'm back. sure they have the right of recall. And, and Nikki Jackson is the mm. same thing. It's just one of those things. Yeah. You're, they're probably not going to be loaned back or recalled from the loan. Yeah. But let's just say they play and they play phenomenal or whatever, and then they, the, you know, the starter for the MLS team goes down with an injury. Well, then you've got you know, a guy who can come in in Charlotte. So there's situations like that, but I I am glad that they're there. I just don't know. I I don't really know that coach Jeffries is going to trust them right away to play, but maybe he will because, you know, we are so thin overall, uh, especially in the midfield. I think Anking's probably got more of a chance to play right away than McDonough does just because of the, the roster. Because I think if, you know, if you've got Mansali at the left back position, then you've got Aaron Mond and Hugh Roberts are probably above him in the pecking order. So unless there's any kind of yeah. playtime assurances uh, uh, kind of going along with the loan, I, I would be surprised if we see much of him. But you, you never I know. I think I've heard he can play left back too, though. I, that, I would, thought, that would be good. Yeah, I, I think I, it'll be curious. I mean, I think more reinforcements is good in general just because – I think I was telling it up and in, including goalkeepers, of course, we have like we have 18. Uh, that's before the announcement of Brandon or Brendan. I don't know either one. I think it's I believe it's um, Brendan. Brendan. OK. Um, but yeah, I, I think it'll be curious. I mean, I think we definitely need reinforcements in the midfield, too, um, with as long as uh, uh, Jake has been out, unfortunately. But yeah, it's just I hate to be realistic i guess you can say or negative but i think it'll be it'll be very difficult for us to make the playoffs and i think that the the fact that we don't have midweek games is a slight positive but at the same time i mean a lot has to go our way for us to even be in the discussion yeah um, quite frankly i agree Um, i think the biggest yeah. thing is Charleston and St. Louis both have to continue to free fall. Uh, yeah. And we, and they, and they we have to this couple that too. with getting, so, getting hot. So, yeah, that's the thing is Charleston and St. Louis do play this weekend. So it'll be curious how that goes. If we can just get that postponed and they'll never play the game, that would be awesome. Um, but I don't think that's possible. So <laughs> at the very worst, if it would happen to anybody, it would happen to Charleston. I mean, yeah, they're just destined not to play their full uh, slot of games this year. I mean, they'll probably, I don't know what's going to happen with them. It's been a a weird year for them with their uh, bus accident they had and just everything. I mean, it's insanity. Um, But yeah, it's, uh, I don't know much much else to say. We are going to play Loudon or Ludin or Ludoon. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. The baby Rooney's is what they were going to be called, but now Rooney's gone. So I don't. I don't know. Well, he's not baby gone yet. Ozil's, he's he's, maybe? he's gone in January. Oh, is it January? Yeah, he's okay. staying through the end I of the season. About that, I saw the press release of him in a jersey today, and I was like, oh yeah, he is gone. Never mind. But um, yeah, either way, we're going to play Ludoon. 
Loudon, whatever you want to call them this weekend. And of course, they're going to be uh, opening their new stadium. So yeah. that's fantastic. I'm sure there will be a, a big, well, big crowd for them. Maybe yeah. I don't really know what to expect. I know sure nothing about them. Fans. Uh, we have been really unable to talk to anybody who knows anything about them. So yeah. all I know is that they, when they beat us, three it was three one I believe when they beat us yeah. back in May maybe May or June was that I don't Wasn't remember that when that was ago, yeah the pitch I remember the pitch was not in great shape and I remember yeah. they got that wacky goal I believe their first goal was the one where the referee uh basically oh, broke yeah. up broke up our fantastic counter attack and then the guy hit it from like thirty yards. Uh, yeah. and then I think they got like a deflected goal as well. So that one was more of a broken spirit game than anything. Uh, I really don't know what to expect. We don't ever play well on the road, no matter the opponent. Yeah. Uh, Still one. So it, we, we really need to win, uh, because mm-hmm. we need to basically, if, if, the, if a team is below us on the table, which I think they are, uh, we need to get a win. So. Yeah. Technically, I think it's a matter of, uh, it's almost a matter of games in hand, um, but they also they—I don't even know—I keep forgetting. Well, we're one of their games in hand, so they, we need to beat them. So yeah, that's that's the thing. I think. Uh, oh, of course, I pulled pulled up the wrong standings. I don't know. They're below us. Some. I think I they are. They I are. think we're in eleventh or twelfth at the moment. Um, yeah. And I think they're thirteenth or fourteenth. So it's uh, yeah. it's going to be interesting. It's Friday night, so it's a little earlier than usual, obviously. Mm. Uh, try to get this podcast out soon so that it's not completely irrelevant <laughs> but no I, I i'd be interested i i really hope the new guys uh can come in and contribute right away that would be really great uh, but i'm also mm. not gonna be expecting that either uh, there was also that rumor i don't know if we want to yeah. discuss it the rumor of the mid possible midfielder joining from the new york cosmos and i can't remember his name yeah but i looked him up back when uh, they Something Bocanegra. I think it's for Bocanegra. Um, yeah, Ricardo Bocanegra. Ricardo Bocanegra, um, yeah. So he, I looked him up. He's played, yeah. spent most of his career in Mexico. Um, more recently, he's played mostly in the second division in Mexico uh, before going to the Cosmos. So we'll see. That That's not like a guy that you expect to come in. And he doesn't seem like a guy who's going to come in and score a lot of goals. So I think he's more of a defensive holding style midfielder, which wouldn't hurt to have another one of. Uh, whether he plays beside yeah. Kivon or in place of Kivon every once in a while, I think uh, we, we would welcome any any more additions to that midfield group, central midfield group would be welcome. Uh, because I think, like you said, Taco, Ta- not Taco, Taku was listed as a defender, <laughs> I think because ultimately when we first brought him in, the, the idea was that he would be Joel Johnson's uh, kind of backup at right back and would occasionally fill in at central midfield. Not play and start every single game in central midfield. I think that's yeah. one of the reasons we've seen him struggle in that position. I, th- I don't think it's his best position. And I think we weren't, we brought him in more as a depth piece um, and less of a crucial starter, which is what he's had to be because of our lack of depth and uh, quality in that central midfield. But uh, we'll see if that one gets over the line. They haven't announced it yet. And it is Wednesday at nearly 6 PM. So, if that one gets announced, I'd be surprised if he's in the game day 18. Uh, but also, I wouldn't be surprised because I think we've had players signed on a Thursday or announced on a Thursday and then in the starting lineup on a Saturday before in the past. So we'll yeah. see. You never know. It's been a wacky season. So Yeah, it has been a wacky season. And I, th- I think it's going to suck when we probably 
finish on a tear and then end up in like 11th yeah. because we're yeah. just we're just well, too far down. Uh, but we'll see. I don't know. I'm I'm I may be overly pessimistic, but I just don't I don't see it. I don't see a way into the playoffs uh, at this point unless something changes. Yeah, I wish I could argue the other side, but I've uh, I, I don't have it in me, unfortunately. I'd love to be wrong. I've I've been wrong a lot of times, so yeah, I I enjoy be being wrong, thing. especially about stuff yeah. like this. But uh, I'm not gonna hold my breath. But I will cheer really loud from my living mm-hmm. room on Friday night. I think it's Friday night at seven thirty, maybe yeah, seven thirty, or night. is it at eight? Um, yeah, I know it's. I think it's seven thirty. Seven thirty. Okay. So I'm if sure. if we're wrong about that, we'll be wrong about that too. So <laughs> it's either at seven seven thirty or eight. Seven thirty so. is the official. According to Fat Mom, so okay. that may not even be official. So, so probably, whatever. well, they don't ever kick off right on time either. So it's usually like seven thirty-seven. So yeah, exactly. Tune in then. Uh, th- this is gonna just be a short episode, just kind of recapping. Uh, it's been quite a few days since the game, so I think we're probably gonna go to more of a one episode per week schedule uh, for the rest of the season, just because we've already talked to everybody about about our opponents. Uh, there's not really a whole lot more to learn. And both of us, frankly, are just very busy. So it's kind of been hard to get these two episodes per week uh, going. So I think we're probably going to go back to season one style where we just kind of do one episode per week. And I hope you guys can live with that. Yep. Without further ado, uh, we're going to let you go now. So I hope you have a great rest of your week and come on, you jacks. Woo!